Yesterday's daf was daf number Yud base. Today's Yud Gimel. We'll do a review of yesterday's daf. Get to today's. We are learning for Shalema for Amy Bastvara. Have in mind anyone else who needs a refua. And um, the, get to the. Um, we take it from the top of the page. We're starting right at the top. So we're talking about people who are taking on jobs and um, basically, so they're giving work to be done by the Gentile. Um, and it's uh, basically bikibolas, which basically means that they're, they accept to do the job, they're paid when you finish the job, you get your money. It's a job-related type of arrangement. Um, so, if the work is to be done within the Tchum, then you're not allowed to have them work on Shabbos. If it's outside the Tchum, so then it's okay. Rav Papa said, because he's doing it on his own time, what's convenient for him. No one's gonna see. And no one's going to see. However, Rav Papa says that even if it's outside the Tchum, but if there's a town nearby the Tchum, that area, meaning there's a community right there outside the Tchum, so then that's already more problematic. But if there's, um, and uh, Rav Meshashia says, and not only that, but uh, that's only true on Shabbos and Yom Tif, that the Tchum helps you. But on Cholomoed, Chom is, it could be worse. That's a fascinating thing, that it could be worse on Cholomoid than on... Why is it worse? Why is it worse? Because it's stricter. Because Cholomoid, people could be driving it by a car. And that's, that's very interesting. And since there's people who are going all over the places, so that might be more, that's more permitted, more prohibited. But for a guy, like, is it, is it going to go into Cholomoid? Well, because he's working on Cholomoid on my property. You can't take guy out. But yet, non-Jews can be higher, right? Like here on Shabbat, they work at the kitchen. That's, uh, that's, that's No, it depends what they're doing. But you can't have them do malacha, what's prohibited activity is what we're talking about. Like, you know, they're hired to chop down trees or build, do contracting work, you know, fix houses. So those are, you know, genuine activities that you're not allowed to do that activity over here. Um, I'm not sure who's working. What do you mean? You mean the rabbi? The workers in the kitchen. The oh, the kitchen? The oh, the non-Jewish? Bringing well, the food. Right, so bringing the food is not really... That's what we said. Bringing, you know, doing things that are not necessarily forbidden to do on Shabbos, okay. you can have a Gentile, yes, a Gentile to do for you. So in other words, they just... It's just, uh, we don't want to have to clean up, so we're hired workers to do the cleaning. Now, are we allowed to clean up on, on Shabbos? Yes, absolutely, we're allowed to. So that's the difference. Anyway, that's a story. All right, so um, moves us to Marzutra. The son of Rav Nachman was built, built this uh, nice, uh, nice residence, um, and it was with contract work, and it was outside the Trum, and sure enough, Rav Safra of Hunabarachino would not walk in. And uh, others say that even, even, even he wouldn't walk in. And the reason is... Um, and uh, why, why is that? It's outside the Tchum. Should be no problem. The answer is, and this is the idea, Adam Chashav, shiny, we, we, Adam Chashav, a born person, man of stature, where people look to him, is different. And that's, uh, that's the, we'll see this refrain coming up here and there. Other, um, the other, the uh, others say that uh, the reason why it was more problematic is because he was helping them out. And that makes it worse. Now, Rav Chama uh, let the, uh, um, the, um, the people who arranged the tables by the Rish Galusa to do what they're doing, even though here and there they fix the tables to make it, you know, if a table has a rickety leg, 
they'll screw it on, which is something you wouldn't be allowed to do, but he let him do it on Cholomoid. The reason is because they are not paid to do that job. It's just doing what's more convenient for them to have the, more tables that they can put out. So they fix some of the broken tables to be able to set up more tables. It makes their job easier, so that's not a problem. There's no concern. Um, similarly, um, on Cholomo, you can hire somebody, contract work, to do after the holiday, even though you're hiring him on Cholomoid. Um, and, um, but on, on Cholomoid would be prohibited. The basic rule is, if you can do it, you can tell a Gentile to do it for you. If you can't do it, then you can't tell the Gentile to do it for you. Um, we also saw the other price that um, people who have this work to be done on Cholomoid, to do after the Moed, that's okay. As long as on Cholomoy, they're not doing, they're measuring, weighing, counting in the normal way that they normally do during the week. And um, um, another uh, area of halacha, what about um, uh, husbandry? That's what it's called, I think, for the animals, getting them to do, you know, to do their job. <laughs> You're not allowed to do that on Cholomoy. It's a big job. Um, their animals are very big. It's not so easy to get them to cohabit sometimes. Um, and it really depends on the animal. But anyway, you're not allowed to do that in general for a corpse or, or what was once a korban. And um, um, we did see that Rebuta makes a special exception for female donkeys because female donkeys have a very small window when they're actually in heat. And therefore, you don't have, you know, if you don't do that, you're going to lose out and they're not going to give birth. So not gonna have a child, so therefore you need uh, you need to grab it when, you know, what's the expression? Something the iron strike the iron when it's hot. Yeah, that's it's an expression. Part. That's the expression. So strike the iron when it's hot. In other words, if you work at a smith, expression you work at a smith. So you uh, you're only gonna be able to make it bend when if it's, it's hot. hot yeah. Right. So you gotta strike the iron when it's hot. It's a small window. Strike while the iron is hot. Strike while the iron is hot. Thank you, Rufin. Okay. We, we needed you, Rufin. We needed you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. Anyway, so uh, the but uh, that's that's the idea. However, other animals they can take care of it on themselves. You just put them in the same stable together, and they'll figure out what to do. Um, um, talking about animals, the 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 other the other, the other side. Uh, to to um, fertilize the field, so you're not allowed to do that on Shabbos and Yom Tif or Cholamayid. But if they come in the field on Cholamayid on their own and they drop, uh, um, you know, and then that's that's fine. Um, it's permitted, but you can't help them and you can't make sure that you move them from place to place to spread it around. That you're not allowed to do. If you hired a guy to do this job to make sure that they're all over the field. Um, that is uh, not, that's not allowed. However, if he's paid uh, like a, a like a weekly wage, a monthly wage, so he's not paid to do this specifically on this day, so then he can do it as whenever it's convenient for him to do. Um, and uh, that's the story we did see that um, on Shabbos, if he's doing, if he's helping out on Shabbos. You do it in a way that it's uh, bitova, meaning you know, as a favor. On Yom Tif, you can pay, give him food, and on Cholamoid, you can actually pay him, and that's according to Rebbe, and that is the halacha according to Rav Yosef. Says that's halacha like Rebbe. 
Next talks about if you, the same idea that we found with oil applies also by the wine, and uh, because again it's like a small window, so something happened, they became an avail, an ones, or the workers were no show. So you're allowed to finish the process because if you don't finish, it'll turn sour. Um, according to Rabbi Yossi and according to Rabbi Yehuda, you do something, meaning you cover it up to protect it from spoiling, but you're not allowed to finish the job. And again, the idea is that we don't want it to turn to vinegar. Now, why do we need both Mishnayis? It's the same. The answer is, is that when it comes to... Let me just put it on mute, if it's okay. Okay. Um, when it comes to the uh, first case, it's uh, oil. Oil is much more valuable and has much greater loss potential. And therefore, maybe that would, the only time Rabbi Yossi says that it's allowed, he wouldn't say it by wine. On the other hand, you could say that maybe Rabbi Yehuda, who is machmir by the wine, he'd be molded to Rabbi Yossi over there by the oil. So that's why I have to tell you both cases that there's a focus in both scenarios. Now, Rabbi Yitzhak says that the, who's the Tana um, that told her you don't need to do a shinoi when it comes to a dover oven, when it comes to something where there's a loss at stake. That's not like Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi uh, the one who says that you do need a shinoi is not Rebios, because Rebios says it's not necessary to do any changes. Now, who do we paskin like? Says Rebios, we paskin like Rebiosi. So, we have a story <laughs> Rebbe Nachman Yitzchak asked, what about the barrel of beer? So, that's the, on Cholomoyed, are you allowed to seal the beer barrels on Cholomoyed? So he said, didn't Rav Yosef say that Allah is like Rav Yosef? So what's the difference? So he says, well, maybe Rav Yosef only said that by, by wine. Who says he says it by beer? So he says, what do you mean? Think about it. What's the reason why wine? Because it's a loss. It'll turn to vinegar. Well, guess what? When it comes to beer, it also may not turn to vinegar, but it also is a loss because it's not as valuable. And he says, Bai said that his mom used to tell him, his really his stepmom, used to say that six seya, six, which is a measure of... Uh, of uh, of sealed barrel of 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 beer is mu- is even worth more than eitsa of uh, non sealed uh, beer. It's just not on the same quality, not the same good, and that clearly shows that it's a big difference between six and eight. What is it? Thirty percent. It goes flat if it's not covered. Yeah, it loses its uh, bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> All right, who likes flat beer? Okay, well, some people do, I guess. Flat beer. Okay, so um, Rav Chama Barguria said in the name of Rav um, that, um, that, uh, that the laws of Cholomoyed follow the, is matched with the laws of the Gentiles. Now, um, which halacha are you talking about? So Rav Daniel Barkatina says, in the sense that there are laws that are standalone, they're like barren laws, which are not, you cannot give birth to something else extrapolate from one to the other, and give an example of this, that uh, Shmuel says that you're only allowed to put pitch to seal water, to waterproof the small jugs and not the large barrels. And Rav Dima Menarada says you're only allowed to do it to the large barrels and not the small jugs. Now, um, what's the two sides of this discussion? Um, one is worried more about the loss, and that's the barrel side. That means you're only allowed, because barrel is a lot more a lot more holding a lot more, it's more at risk. And the other opinion is worried about Tircha, and that's a, a much bigger job. You want to do, you can only do a, a smaller job. 
We don't want you to be too busy. Anyway, the point being, though, is that you don't extrapolate one to the other. There's a, the factors are so nuanced that you can't say, well, if this is allowed, so too, that's allowed. It's not that simple. Now, Abayi says that Hilchas Moed is the same as Hilchas Shabbos in the sense that there's different levels. There's Patar Avul Asr and there's also Motor Lechadchila. And uh, we have here Rafuna at a field where they harvested on Cholomoid. And Rabbi Barvuna said to Rafuna, I don't understand. Um, you're allowed to grind flour on Cholomoid if you need it for the Moid. And, um, and if it's not needed for the Moid, it's forbidden. Um, um, if it's a dove or of it, it's going to be a loss, so then it's allowed <laughs> to be done on Cholomoid. Uh, uh, but... It, uh, uh, if it's a Dabar Avud B'moed, if I don't do it now, it'll be a loss, then uh, you're allowed to do it on Moed. If it's not going to be a loss if I don't do it now, so then I'm not allowed to. So, so, and that's all. All these laws are only if it's detached from the ground, but if it's attached to the ground, then even for a total loss, you're not allowed to do it. There's a special prohibition against doing, like, it's very public, I guess, when it's outside on, the, in the, on, your, know, on, your, on your grounds. Unless, unless there's really nothing what to eat, and then you're allowed to do all the stuff that you need if it's for, you know, so you have what to eat. Um, you just, only one condition that you don't uh, use the, bo- the cows to, to do the threshing. So, bottom line is, how are you allowed to harvest on Cholomoid? This is Rabbi asking his father. So he says, you should know that that which you just quoted is only a das yachid, it's only a private person's position. It's not all the rabbis agree with that. That's the das yachid, and we don't paskin like that. And that's based on the brisa. Um, basically, Rav Shimon Kamil said a rule in the name of Rav Yossi that if it's talush menakaka, then even uh, for partial loss is permitted, and if it's attached to the ground, even if it's a total loss, it's prohibited. And we don't paskin like that, Rav Yossi. That's really what Rav Huna is saying now. Um, the question is, if it's Rabiosi, so then why are we not threshing with the cows? It can't be Rabiosi, because Rabiosi lets you do everything in the most normal way. So the answer is, is that normally you don't never necessarily use cows. So that's the, so therefore, we're not going to just go out of our way to, to use cows to thresh, which will attract a lot of attention. Of course, one of the key things that we do when we do do Malacha on Cholomot is to try to do it in a quiet way, not to attract attention to it. Um, brings us to grinding on cholamoid for the sake of the moid is permitted, but not for the if it's not for the sake of moid, just to have that's going to be prohibited. If you did grind and you have leftovers, then it doesn't make the what's left over us. Similarly, you let it chop wood on cholamoid for the sake of the holiday, you need firewood for the yomtif. Um, but shalolatar cholamoid is forbidden if you did so and there's leftover, then it's mutter. Shaloy um, What? Shaloy is also. Right. Similarly, making beer on Cholomoyed for the Moed needs, that's allowed. But if it's not for the Moed needs, it's just to have, is not allowed. And if you did and you, add, and you have a little extra, then it's fine. As long so as... You beer that fast? I don't know how long. I never tried making beer. I don't beer. either, but it looks to me I like thought it was a three-day process. process. I thought yeah. it was a three-day process. You cook it and you, and you, you know, distill it and wait it. I thought it was only Very a three-day process. I thought it was only a three, three days. But maybe you only have five days max. Yeah, so? Three days, well, two, I think. Two, three days. It's not any different than, uh, I mean, I know that the, the, we consider the fermentation process by wine three days. I'm not yeah. sure. Similar. Well, 
Then afterwards, it's the aging only. You get the confused. Aging, you get confused. That's different. But why do you think it's, they, it started on Chalamayim, or it started beforehand, and you were continuing on Chalamayim? No, we're talking about then starting it. Anyway, bottom line is, are you allowed to do a trick or not? So here it sounds like you definitely cannot I'm trick and say, I really do I'm need it, even though you don't. If I have beer, I have, happen to have beer ready, I have a bunch of barrels of beer. So the problem is, is that one source says that you are allowed to trick. So the Gemara says, you know what it is? It's a machlokes tanoim. The Rabbi Yossi Rebuta says you're allowed to do the trickery, and uh, um, and um, but mm-hmm. the Tana, um, uh, the Tanakama says that you're not. Now we have a story. Rav um, was harvesting his field on Cholamoid, and Shmuel heard about it, and he was quite upset. So it, does, it sounds like Shmuel holds like a das yachid. Um, uh, so the Gemara says no. It was wheat field that it was not a davar oven, so there was no right to do it. Why did Rav do it? Because he had nothing what to eat. Why was Shmuel upset if he had nothing what to eat? One of two answers. Either he was upset because he didn't hear the full story, and he just uh, he says, what are they doing? And the uh, other is because he's, even though he didn't have what to eat, if you're an, he's an Adam Choshev, and Adam Choshev is different. Now, Rabbi Yudinesiah did two uh, um, strange things. He went out with a ring into the Chatzar on Shabbos, and he drank water in general that was Cooked by a gentile, cook, uh, gentile baker. Water. water, right? But it was water, hot water. So Ravami was upset at it. So the question is, what do you do wrong? You both, both things are permitted. So the answer is, same as we said before, that might be true that it's legal technically, but Adam Chashav is different. Um, next, we said. Um, is um, the person is allowed to chop a, a, a palm tree down on Cholamoid, even if all he needs is the um, wood shavings. And the Barabai says, anybody who does that, the, you know, it's a terrible thing to do. Anyway, Rav Ashi had, um, in, uh, had exactly that in this town called Shalnaya. He went to cut it down on Cholamoid. Rav Shila Mishalnaya told him, what are you doing? Didn't, don't you know about what Abai says? So he says, so I said it. I don't. It doesn't. I doesn't. It doesn't ring true to me. Okay. Anyway, he started the chopping process, and the metal you know, uh, slipped out of the wood, and almost you know broke his you know knocked him down. Whatever. It's really dangerous. And he's like, okay, you know what? Maybe I should uh, take to account what a bias says. Reconsider. I'll reconsider my position here. Okay. So you're yeah, right. So all of a sudden, he saw the light. Okay. Um, brings us to the next thing. Um, we saw that um, um, Rav Yehuda allowed pulling up flax, um, uh, harvesting hops, and pulling up sesame on Cholamoid. Now, so Abayi says, I understand the flax serves to cover the, veg- the, the drying fruits, the dates, whatever you're trying to dry, you need to have them covered so that the sun gets to them, but the birds don't get to them. Mm. Okay? Um, and uh, I understand hops, you need to make beer. Everybody uses hops and beer. But sesame, what's, this? what's up with sesame? So he says sesame is because you use it for oil. Sesame oil. Now, what, we have a story, and this is where we ended off with. Rav had an orchard, 
and it was the, the, the opportune time, it would spoil if you didn't pick it right then and Cholomoy, and he did so. But the next year, everybody waited to harvest their orchards till, um, uh, uh, till Cholomoy. So oh. Yane realized that they're looking to him and doing exactly if the rabbi did it, so then it must be okay. And he said, you know what, I'm making my field hefker. I'm not, none of my fruit is mutter to me, as if like, what he did was wrong, and everybody's like, wow, with the rabbis, everything after, it must have been a bad mistake. We're not going to do that, and that's the story. Anyway, that is, we were yesterday.